definitely not the starters. You're on the End of the Bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. I'm Mike Hebert, owner of Cantex Roofing and Construction. Every day is game day, and we'll get it right when it comes to your roofing, construction, windows, and mirrors. Call Cantex Roofing and Construction today. Together, we are one serving you. Good morning to you and yours. This is the end of the bench on 100.7 The Score, 107thescore.com and the 100.7 The Score mobile app. Jeff McGuire hanging out with the one and only David Collier. Across the way is Lucas White. Slide and slides, pushing buttons for us, as he always does on the program so very well. You can get your thoughts in on the Visual IT Edge, Visual Edge IT Hotline, excuse me, at 806-771-0973. You can also send them to us on the Yates Flooring Center uh, chat line on the 100.7 Score mobile app or on 107thescore.com, both of which you can access for absolutely free and get that mobile app wherever your apps are downloaded from. David, how are you doing this fine Thursday morning? Doing pretty good. By the way, you, you mentioned the uh, the app and the... How you can call in with the app. Yeah. yeah, you mentioned that on Monday. We had another call yesterday. All right. that's all, That's all. <laughs> I'm here helping spread the word of the good things that we do here at uh, Remark Communications. So. Well, we appreciate it. Trust me. Calls are welcome. I know we're not going to field them all the time, but we enjoy them on the chat line. But it's refreshing every once in a while when somebody calls in. Haven't haven't had that in a, in a while, you know. Sure. Uh, how was your evening? What did you, did you have a night off? No, we don't have nights off. Only the weekends off. <laughs> nope. Uh, it was uh, it was good. You know, doing a television show. Uh, it was National Signing Day yesterday. Oh, that's right. So you guys were like all over the place yesterday. Yeah, and obviously with with the format of my show, it's not the entire city. There were so many kids and congratulations if the parents are out there listening to oh, 100%. all the kids that signed because there 100%. were tons at Coronado, Estacado, Lubbock Cooper, Friendship. If I, uh, I know I missed all the Lubbock ISD schools, all the locals, even Shallow Water. Uh, we got, got a chance to talk to some. So, If your kid signed someplace yesterday, just know that your kid is better at doing that than anything I have done in my entire life. Yep. And I've been breathing since the day I was born. Yeah. And 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 enjoy that moment. Don't get mad if the local TV people don't show it. It's not necessarily their their picking favorites, but that was a lot of kids that signed yesterday. Well, good deal. And uh yeah, so that was part of our show yesterday. Obviously, we got the news thanks to our buddy uh Don Williams yesterday and I will talk a little bit about this as well, but just how sick the basketball team oh, yeah. was, right? Don uh having a conversation with Kirby Hocutt and finding out Grant. Now, we did get this kind of uh, through Grant and Scott Drew in the postgame press conferences on Tuesday, but Scott Drew talking about, you know, knowing that that Grant was sick and they just fist bumped at the end of the game so Grant wouldn't get him sick, jokingly. And then, did you hear the sound? I'm going to do a horrible job of this, but in the postgame with Grant, he was like, yeah, we've been dealing with a lot. I've been sick as well. Uh, but just to show you how great Scott Drew is, he he gave me a call and he said, "Hey, uh, if I can do anything, do you, hey, do you want to sleep at my house tonight?" And well, he's like, "No, coach, I don't want to sleep at your house tonight." The McCaslin was on his staff. Yeah, so no, I mean, the, like, there's a relationship yeah. there, and you know, it's as much as I am not a fan of the University of Baylor mm-hmm. um, and everything that they have done in the past, and will probably do in the future in different regards. Uh, I'm starting to not dislike Scott Drew as much. And this has been going on for a couple of years. That it, it, This is not a new thing. Um, 
that it I might not I don't hate him as much as I used to. That yeah. might be the way to describe it. Yeah, and I've never really uh, disliked him. I just remember whenever he came here for the first time. I, I might be getting this wrong, but I'm pretty sure it was him. Whenever everything went sideways there, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the whole basketball yeah. issue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, if I'm not mistaken, he was the coach that took over once they yes. restarted the program. And remember, they didn't play the non-conference schedule that season. And then they came here. And he did a pregame interview with me for a, a live shot, which I thought was, you know, not necessary. So I've mm-hmm. always liked him. I know a lot of Red Raider fans dislike him for whatever reason, but I just I, until, I've found worse people. Sure. I, well, yeah. And I'll also say this: I don't know that that I've ever seen him play coach a game at the USA and keep his jacket on the whole game. Not like yeah. take it off because it's warm in here, but the. Uh, the fit of rage where it gets thrown away, yeah, and you almost have to have somebody in the crowd to catch it. So the, there's a an over the topness of that that I did not appreciate about him, and I always kind of felt like up until recently that he could recruit great talent but couldn't do anything with it. Well, that's obviously turned the corner there. Uh, this thought off the Yates Flooring Center chat line from some guy named uh, Scott Clint. Uh, wow, Collier really hates New Home. Didn't even mention them in oh. all the cities. Oh, yeah? Well, let me <laughs> drop some knowledge on you here, Mr. Scott Clint. Um, to my knowledge, anyway, New Home actually had a signing day celebration, if you will, on Tuesday, a day before signing day, and we did go there. So <laughs> there you go. Suck it, Mr. Scott Clint. Uh, there is some news in the uh, local high schools of a football coach being hired, which we will get to momentarily. I do need to get uh, an update on something, though, because we talked about this earlier when I was in here. Uh-oh. How did uh, National Weatherman's Day go at the oh, at your other job? It, uh, did it, it go went, as badly as you thought? Did it, it go was better? exactly as expected. We had a little extra time at the end of the 6 o'clock show on Monday, and... You, you know, you get the back weather with the weather people, and it was still more time. So the anchors are scrambling, trying to fill time. Not scrambling because they're professionals, and you couldn't even tell we were filling time. But then they brought up National Weather Person's mm-hmm. Day, and my disgust was just on full display. <laughs> I put my hands up and basically, like, just walked off. And they're like, what? And I'm like, oh, we need to end the show if we're going to sit here and pat <laughs> the weather people on the back. I mean, come on. But, but, yeah, Ron Roberts was walking around with two pints of ice cream, showing everybody they had him. He did try to give me one. I'll give him give him that. Was but, it a uh, flavor you liked? I just turned it down initially. I, part of it is uh, it's a bit. Oh, sure. Partially. And if I accept the ice cream, then I can't do the bit anymore. And right. I would much rather look like a disgruntled coworker See, because— so that's where you and I differ because I'd rather have the ice cream than do the bit. Yeah. Because then I'm getting the ice cream. Now, if you're offering me one of those like random flavors that you sit there and go, why would you make this an ice cream flavor? I will say this. He did offer me the pint that had been eaten out of already. Because I could no, see. No, 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 no. That's a party <laughs> foul. That, that's, that, that, I, you can't do I that. I could see through the you know the little plastic at the, the top little window where you top? see the window. Yeah, yeah. There, was, there was definitely some taken out of it. But I appreciated the uh, gesture. I just, yeah, I would much rather just complain about it for eternity, even though there's still nothing nothing somebody that, else looked up there's like a national sports person's day but they don't bring you ice cream on that day yeah there's nothing it's not like we get ice cream or wings or anything like that it's just like ah, oh, we already did that for the weather guy do it right do it beer and pizza we well, can't do the beer part that's the problem 
Not on camera. Well, yeah. They can bring it, and we can thank them for it. Yes. No one has to see us drink it. We could just say thank you. <laughs> it's the rule, right? If we if it's not on camera, it didn't happen. Coming up, we will hit you with what you need to know. We'll check the calendar later this hour. And uh, I've got a question later in the program that has nothing to do with sports. But I think everybody will have an answer for it. It's on the way. On the end of the bench on 100.7 The Score, 107thescore.com and the 100.7 The Score mobile app. Definitely not the starters. You're on the end of the bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. Keeping you up to date on the news and notes, the ups and downs, the what you need to know on the end of the bench on 100.7 The Score, 107thescore.com, and the 100.7 The Score mobile app. Lady Raider basketball with Krista Gerlich is tonight over on Double T 97.3. Head coach is going to come on and probably talk about the losing streak a little bit and how some things have happened, recap both of those two games. And I have a feeling that her and... Uh, the big transmission. You're going to talk a lot about UCF coming into town <laughs> on Saturday uh, at the USA as the second game of the doubleheader. You can hear it all starting at 6 on Double T 97.3, Double T 97.3.com, and the Double T 97.3 mobile app. Uh, Collier, I'm sure you were aware of this, but this is one of those things that snuck up and bit me this morning as I was looking for things to talk about today. Mm-hmm. Softball season starts tomorrow. Like tomorrow, tomorrow yes, for does. Texas Tech softball. Yeah, Texas Tech starts tomorrow. College softball in general starts today. All those uh, tournaments, kind of like what Coach Snyder and the Red Raiders are doing down at Florida State. But, yeah, gets underway against Florida A&M, right, tomorrow? Maybe. Yeah. So, excited for it. We had a chance to talk to Coach Snyder a couple weeks ago. I was hoping to catch up with them right before they played. But, uh, and I, from my understanding, I think – the only time you're actually going to be able to watch them play this weekend is when they play against Florida State because I think the Seminoles are streaming games, but only only the ones they're playing games. Hey, that, kind of I've got no issue with that. That's probably how yeah. I would handle it too, for where the traffic would be, uh, for, yeah. for the the cost of what that would do for everything going on. That I, I completely understand and hold no grudge against Florida State. I just want to see softball, so that's that's a me problem. Hey, I just like sports, and, yeah. you know, more sports on TV is always good whenever it is a possibility. Uh, but that uh, gets started tomorrow for the Red Raiders softball team. They're on the road for the first couple of weekends, if I remember correctly off the top of my head. Uh, I don't have the schedule quickly here in front of me. It's typically what they do, though. I mean, they start in all of these different places. You know, you go to different different locations where, you know, as odd as it sounds, the weather is better, and... A lot of these, you know, further south locations have that. They are, they'll play at Texas State after this, and then North, North Texas, Texas, which yeah. uh, not necessarily much further south, if at all. Um, <laughs> but, but then yeah. you get uh, the home opener uh, in the Janine McCainy Memorial Classic starting on March 1st. So uh, it looks like that's where things get going uh, if you want to check out the Red Raider softball team here at home. Good deal for everybody involved there. Uh, Also looking around, we have a Big 12 Athlete of the Week in your uh, track and field program, and I apologize ahead of time for butchering this name. If if you give me a – go ahead and try to say it, and I'll find my – You have the – I've I've got the pronunciation pronunciation per some journalist here in town by the name of Dan Williams, I believe is his name. Okay. Maybe maybe Don. Maybe Don, yeah. Yeah. 
forgotten more about sports than I will ever know uh, yeah. with regards to that guy. Uh, but uh, freshman high jumper, uh, eh, P. Adisha? No way I got that right. Uh, named the Bowerman Mid-Door Indoor Watch List organization. Uh, it's a prestigious award for uh, what they're doing there. And uh, your Big 12 athlete was on the women's side as well in the sprints, if I remember correctly. But I might have that wrong because I'm trying to do that off the top of my head, and that usually doesn't go well. As you look for that, it's Timmy Tope at Ashina. No shot. No shot at getting that right, even hearing it. Timmy Tope at Ashina. Uh, so uh, congratulations uh, to her for being on the watch list for the Bowerman Award. And uh, your Big 12 triple jumper is uh, Ruta Lasnane. Uh, as the Athlete of the Week for uh, Texas Tech. Men's team still ranked number one. Good to hear that from uh, the ranking coaches. One thing I do like about, I think the women are up to 13 uh, in the latest coaches poll. What I like about what track and field does, as opposed to, I think, every other sport, it's not opinion-based. It's these times make them the number one team. These marks in the whatever events for the field events make you the number one team. It's not a, well, we think they're really good, so we'll vote them number one. It's, no, 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 no. They are this good. Watch out for what they can do at the national level. Yeah, and you just have to look, you know, like in prelims last week, Texas Tech track and fields tweeting out, hey, look, we've got four people in the <laughs> that qualified for the final. Is that good? And, yeah, there, there's a reason they're number one, and then they'll be back home this weekend, right? I think it's the last home meat of the regular season before they get ready ready for the Big 12 championship, which is also here, correct? Is the Big 12 championship here this year? Indoor? Indoor, I yeah. I think it is. Why you ask me questions I should know the answer I know, to? You should know the That's answer not very this. nice of you to ask me that question. Uh, LCU Shaps also in action. They're on the road, though. So if you're wanting to watch them take on uh, UT Permian Basin, you got to head to San Angelo for that one. But could be the determination for the women's side on who's going to win the Lone Star Conference West. Uh, in that game with one game separating uh, the Lady Shaps at 8-0 and, no, and uh, UT Permian Basin at 7-1. and one. Men looking to sweep their games, 5-30, 7-30s, uh, respectively, for the men and the women team. And LCU Baseball getting started today out at uh, Hayes Field uh, with their uh, home opener after starting uh, a 4-0 weekend over there. So lots of stuff going around as well as, you know, other things that have gone around for the Red Raider basketball team and Grant McCaslin was also bedridden as part of the festivities that were last week for the basketball team. So something else we've learned about Grant McCaslin is that that man knows how to show up and get the job done even when he doesn't feel good. Yeah, and we've talked about this the last couple of days, but to go through what they've gone through against a Baylor team ranked 13th in the country and be within two possessions in the final minute of that basketball game and – have two guys out there that hadn't played all year long. And that may be, you know, the silver lining in this whole thing is the fact that Kyron Lindsay and Emily Yalamo both got minutes in that mm-hmm. ball game. Maybe Lindsay getting – Lindsay, I think, had seven minutes all season, and he surpassed that in that game. It might just be a little blip, but if there are any issues going forward in the second half of the Big 12 season – to get just that time on the road and then, you know, it's completely different in game. You know, you can practice and know, oh, sure. you know, the scout and everything and you can play as the other team, but until you're out there. So I think those minutes will be beneficial 
for Grant McCaslin and maybe having a little more trust in those guys. And it was ugly at times with some of those things, but they were also playing with foul issues. And he mentioned one time when the the big freshman just drove right and dunked and and Lindsey just didn't pay attention to the scout there. But I think part of it too was I'm pretty sure he was in foul trouble there and he goes out and they're completely out of bodies. So, uh, but still, those guys getting minutes – in that basketball game, I think will be beneficial for this team moving forward. Oh, sure. Uh, did you see this story? And I I have thought, I don't know which side I fall on these thoughts, but I definitely have thoughts about this. Uh, a little more than six years ago, in the NBA, they began wearing sponsored patches on their jersey. That's been a thing. Mm-hmm. And it's not been my favorite, but it's been whatever. It's the NBA. I'm not, like, crying a river over it. Teams are making money. Whatever. Cool. Now, NBA officials will start donning shirts and uh, jersey uh, with a, uh, an airline patch directly under the NBA logo on the front left chest during the All-Star game. Uh, officials continue wearing these patches throughout the rest of the NBA season. So, sponsored logo on the refs for a game. This is a little weird to me. I don't know that I'm, like, upset about it. I don't know that I'm building an outrage factory about it, but this is a really kind of thing of officials with a sponsored patch. How often do people look at the officials, though, other than whenever uh, they're doing the review and leaning over that little lipstick camera that's pointing at the ceiling and they're bending over into the microphone and letting everybody... That's the only time you're really seeing a close-up shot so I think that's for the TV purposes in that situation, which in that case, why wouldn't you just have that replay in a in a graphic up sponsoring it? You know what I'm saying? It seems like so many other pl- ways that that could go. Well, I, I as will opposed to this patch. I will put it this way though: if a salesperson can get somebody to buy it, then oh. the NBA is all for it, and that's in any business. Oh sure, across the board. <laughs> as somebody that you know deals with sponsorships but doesn't get any of the money from it other than a salary which i appreciate immensely if anybody's listening <laughs> i've already gotten I'm in trouble once today from somebody listening are you in trouble today yeah within yeah that whole uh the whole yeah wait, let's not get into it you, you can't be in trouble today i got in not trouble today. for talking about news anchors scrambling i did follow you know, up by saying they covered it well I'm just and saying. You couldn't tell. I could tell. You can't be in I trouble knew the situation. It's forbidden. It's we didn't need to. We didn't need to pump up Ron Roberts. Come on. <laughs> it's the end of the match at 100.7. The score. Playing time is not required. This is the end of the bench podcast from 100.7. The score. Rolling through your morning on the end of the bench on 100.7. The score. 107. The score.com and the 100.7. The score mobile app. Taking your thoughts on the Yates Flooring Center challenge at 107. The score.com or the 100.7. The score mobile app, which you can download for free wherever your apps may be sold. That's right, free. Not going to charge you anything to download that app. You can also give us a call on the Visual Edge IT hotline at 806-771-0973. And I tease this coming into it, David, that uh, if I were a Texas Tech basketball player, I would be uh, blasting some cross-Canadian ragweed 
of being sick and tired of being sick and tired mm-hmm. because that is exactly where your basketball team has been. And come to find out, your head coach has been part of this as well uh, in the story that uh, I think came out late last night that Grant McCaslin bedridden for a couple of days uh, before the Baylor game. Just absolutely whatever junk that has been going around and it's going to hit everybody. I think everybody at some point is going to be fighting this thing for the couple of days that it is. But to have your basically what half of your team go down one game, your half of your the the rest of the team go down the next as they're they're fighting with it and and maybe not just out of the game down, but definitely not up to what they would consider being 100% basketball ready and go out there and put on the performance that they did. Listen, I'm not counting any moral victories here. 79-73, still a loss. But your effort was there. I didn't feel like anybody wasn't giving everything they could. And you could absolutely tell that you were missing a big key piece in that game for the Baylor game. So nothing to be upset about losing it at number 13 Baylor. Uh, but uh, it's not a must win. Because you could then rattle off 10 in a row at this uh, afterwards and you're, you're fine for the NCAA tournament and into the tournament at that point. But this is a better win with UCF coming to town. Yeah, and and just to go back to what you were talking about uh, health-wise, it was reported in the AJ that, and this was from Kirby Hokut, that not only McCaslin, who was bedridden for a couple days, didn't travel with the team, got there the day of the game, but Pop was sick during that game. You could tell Joe Toussaint was sick during that game if you listen to the post-game press conference because the entire time Grant McCaslin was doing his, uh, you know, opening statement. Coughing and sniffing. Coughing. You could hear Joe coughing and sniffing the entire time in the background. So you had those two that were both limited physically in that game. And Joe has been struggling, period, on the basketball court, scoring-wise, but turning the ball over. Uh, has been an issue of his as well. He scored 18 points. Pop scored 11, a down game for him. But you get 29 points from two guys that were under the weather. You mentioned, obviously, Warren was out. And those are just the people that they mentioned. I'm sure others were dealing with it, not to mention the fact that, obviously, Lamar missed the game over the the weekend as well. So, yeah, hopefully the next few days uh, has provided a little – Time to rest up and get healthy. A lot of IVs and whatnot to, for a UCF team that I don't think we need to necessarily take too lightly. I mean, they no. beat Oklahoma and Kansas. I will say both of those were at home, so it's a different monster on the road. But you're also not at 100%, you would imagine, going into that basketball game. Yeah, and you look at at what you should be able to do on your home court. Obviously, you've got the one loss – uh, this year with Cincinnati at the USA. And, that, you know, that was a, a an absolute back-and-forth game where you were missing people. And be, at the beginning of the, the half the team being sick and dealing with things, that there's, there's a lot of reasons why you lost. All of them are excuses, and I will agree with that. But I'm also not looking at that loss as just like the worst loss ever in the history of the program. I still feel very good about what you've got going with the basketball team and where my expectations are for them. But part of those expectations include taking care of business on Saturday with UCF coming to town. Yeah, and I think the main reason for that, at least just quickly looking at this, and you guys can disagree with me or agree or whatever, yell at me, tell me to shut up. Um, 
This is a sports think, radio show. If I, I do think, that, then I have to talk the whole time. <laughs> right? I know. Well, there's <laughs> there's a benefit for me. Um, the reason I think this one's so important is it's on your home court against them. You get them a little bit later, but then you stare at what's in between, sandwich in between those two meetings with UCF. If you're not able to take care of business on Saturday, that's two straight losses at home. That's four straight losses in a row for the basketball team with – Kansas coming on Monday with Iowa State, a trip to Ames, which is arguably probably your hardest game left on the schedule, with 25th-ranked TCU coming to the USA next week or the following week. You have three straight-ranked teams sandwiched in between these UCF games and probably your three toughest games remaining on the schedule. So if you're not taking care of business against the Knights on Saturday – that could snowball. I don't think it will, but it has the potential of snowballing into, what, seven straight losses and then having to go on the road. I know that's sky is falling stuff. Right. But I'm just saying. The sky could be falling the, at that The point. sky, I don't think you're going to lose three straight in a row, or that would actually be four straight in, in a row at home. That's the benefit of this whole thing is at least three out of the four are at home. Mm-hmm. But stranger things have happened. Uh, this thought off the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Uh, Joe Toussaint needs to stay sick if he can go off for 18 <laughs> points. Uh, I think he'd still rather be healthy, though. And I think some of the the success that Joe had was because Pop was so sick and, and dealing well, with it. And, that, and, and that's also partially the way they were – I mean, that's part of how the they were game guarding plan. Him, yeah, sure. game plan is we would much rather Joe Toussaint beat us than leave Pop open to knock down a three. Joe, get your points. I mean, we've seen that. Dang near work, too. Yeah. Um, I remember last year as an uninformed uh, high school parent in a game going, why are we letting this person just drive to the basket? And then like midway through the quarter, I'm like, oh, yeah, that person over there hits every single three they shoot. (laughs) We'll we'll gladly let this this person drive to the bucket and get two as opposed to that person hit a three all day long. So it could be a a partially game plan-wise the way they were handling that with Baylor. And letting Joe score his points, but yeah, I agree with you. If if you can get double digits from Joe, you're feeling pretty good about what you got from him. You just need not double digit turnovers, right? Yeah, no, no, <laughs> those. And, and that's what that's what the head scratch moment was because you see, remember what he was doing in the, in the non conference, and even early in Big Twelve play, the turnovers weren't a huge issue for him. And it's just kind of a, a recent bugaboo that it, that has sprouted, and I think some of it is the way that. The, the the scout is out now on him on how you can kind of play him up a little bit and maybe some of that is also the not feeling it 100% but uh, I still like him I still like him on your team and what he can offer for you and, and do the things that he's been doing need him to again perform well on Saturday well you also as, as frustrating as it might be I mean he's an older wiser experienced guy maybe Something that you – I mean, I know you have some of those guys on the team, but he's he has more experience on the basketball court at the college level than Pop. And I think you got to lean on that experience from time to time. And he does dirty work. You need one of those guys. Playing time is not required. This is the End of the Bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. The end of the bench on 100.7 The Score, 107thescore.com and the 100.7 The Score mobile app. You can give us a call on the Visual Edge IT hotline, 806-771-0973. Or uh, shoot us a message 
on the Yates Point Center chat line at 107thescore.com or the 100.7 The Score mobile app. So I asked you guys kind of to put your head together. Not like you two together, but put your head around the idea of some movies that are coming out this year that uh, have already caught your attention, that uh, you will be anticipatingly waiting for for them to hit theaters or whatever streaming service they may be coming out on. I don't want to limit you just on the movies. I will say there's one right off the top of the head that I am not interested in at all. Okay. Like, I could be given tickets to this movie, and I will pass on the movie. Thanks. I appreciate the tickets. Someone else should use these, and that's Lisa Frankenstein. Have you seen this thing? I don't think I have. It's uh, a borderline dark comedy, and I say borderline dark comedy because I don't think it's funny. Someone else may think this is hilarious, um, but she makes a man to have a relationship with as oh, okay. Frankenstein, and it's very dark, and it's very very tongue-in-cheek um, that it's doing. It just absolutely appeals to me zero. So if that's on your list of something you're interested in, I apologize that I'm already bad-mouthing it because I imagine that it's going to have quite the following. Like, the, it's because it's going to have that stupid humor that can do really well at this time of year because people are looking for a reason to laugh. Yeah. <clears throat> well, that, that signed me up for stupid humor. Uh, you mentioned it before, but I honestly don't remember the last movie I watched in the theaters, and I've been absolutely awful about watching movies because when you get older, you fall asleep when you're sitting on the couch watching a movie. <laughs> um, I, I've i seen the trailer for Argyle. Yes. Um. And since it's done by the same people that did, uh, oh gosh, the Kingsman. Yes, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I like that whole series. Yeah, I like that visually the way that thing's put together, you know, edited and the way it's shot. So that kind of intrigues me just for for that purpose alone. Something that I didn't put two and two together on when she was in the Jurassic Park movies. Uh, but Bryce Dallas Howard is the the redhead in it. Mm-hmm. She was in the in that, and she was uh, she's actually done some directing too for the Star Wars franchises with uh, Mandalorian. Well, you know who her dad is, right? That's the thing I didn't <laughs> catch. Like that was like it didn't click with me that Ron Howard is her father. Yeah, I had no idea. I, I've just enjoyed her doing what she has done and and being an actress and uh, doing the the stuff that she's directed. I've been a big fan of. Had no idea she was Ron Howard's daughter. Yep. So another thing of another Ron Howard production that I'm a fan of. <laughs> Just don't say it too Just much because right. you'll get yeah, in trouble. And, and I'll get in trouble. Um, Have it, you seen uh, Madam Web? It's kind of a spinoff of the Spider-Man series a little bit. I, I think I've seen a, a trailer for it, but I didn't realize that was what it was for. It's kind of in that vein, vein uh, yeah. of where it's at. I'm interested, but I need to see more of it before I just do a complete dive I would love to say that Dune Part 2 is going to be in my wheelhouse. Like, everything about me says it should be. I never got into the Dune series. Like, at all. Yeah. Like, I get it. It's just, it it never, like, tickled my fancy. Yeah, I think just because it was so long whenever I was a kid. Oh, the original Dune? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Yeah, that's a pack-a-lunch movie. Yeah. Like, it and Gone with the Wind. You need an intermission in those. And you didn't get them. I I would watch it, but I'm not going to. The trips to the movie theater, unfortunately, are few and far between for me these days. Oh, so, sure. Yeah, most of these I'll catch I think up. I would like to experience something like that in the movie theater. Like you said, Maverick, you know. 
Yeah. I wanted to see that in the movie theater. I want to see all the Star Wars movies in a movie theater. Um, if this movie with Ryan Reynolds in it and John Krasinski, I don't know that I need to see that in a movie theater. Do you not know what I'm talking about? It's basically, let's see. Uh, it's about a young girl who learns she has the ability to see imaginary friends. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That have been this. abandoned. Yes. Yeah, but it's got Ryan Reynolds in it, so I've, I've, find him See, hilarious. Deadpool 3 is coming out. Yep. So and that's the Ryan Reynolds. I'm like, But that wait, would be one I would want to see in a movie. John's going to be in Deadpool 3 too? That's going to be awesome. For That's where my head went. And I will be absolutely ready for Deadpool 3. One I've got a giant question about. And I don't know how I feel like... I liked the preview. And I say I like the preview because they're taking their own spin on it. And as we've discussed, when you do a cover of something or a remake, I like you to pay homage to but take your own thought with. Yeah. Roadhouse. Roadhouse is such an a cheesy good eighties movie with Patrick Swayze and um Sam Elliott and that whole crew. That it's exactly what I needed it to be for the eighties with Jake Gyllenhaal and um Connor McGregor playing the bad guy in this. Yeah. That I maybe they've got it right. I don't know. I'm nervous, but not like it's not going to ruin the original for me. It's the original is just dumb, stupid fun. Yeah. See, and I watched the original, I think one time and I told my wife that whenever we saw this trailer and she was, I just, you know, I'm not saying it's bad, but I'm just saying I, you know, I watched it and I don't, I'd never watched it again. It wasn't something that was on my TV or I had the VHS of, so I wouldn't be affected either way. I would probably enjoy both of them. Let's for what they are. For what they are. And the fact that Conor McGregor's in it would be uh, somewhat entertaining. I'm intrigued, even though I know that nobody else is, by the Garfield movie. I just I didn't even realize it was coming out. <laughs> there's a Garfield but movie coming a, out? Yes. Chris Pratt is voicing Garfield. Oh, I think I had heard that. And yeah, Samuel yeah, yeah. L. Jackson's in it as well. So huh. sign me up for Garfield, the, the books that I used to read as a kid quite a bit. That it, There used to be a rule growing up that for book fairs, I could get a Garfield book. But I had to get another book, too. A legitimate book? Uh, So you're saying that's not a legitimate book? I'm saying that for my entire family, they are all huge readers. Yeah. I am not, but I enjoyed Garfield. And I would get a Garfield book and then be like, okay, well, what's the other book you're going to get? I have to go find one. Although that's how I got the Titanic uh, Discovery book. Uh, Not from Discovery, but it was the uh, Robert Ballard? Yeah. Uh, His story of finding it with all the pictures of what they found and, you know, some uh, artist renderings of what it looked like for Alvin going down. And that was a really cool book that I enjoyed from the Scholastic Book Fairs. This off the Gates Flooring Center chat line, saw Argyle. It was really good. And stay through the credits when, if, y'all see it. So there's an end credit scene. Nice. I like oh, those. I was a fan of those as well. Uh, Ministry of Ungentlemanly Warfare. Have you seen the preview for this? It's very much like Kingsman. Mm-hmm. Like with regards to it being the the action things for it shot, uh, Guy Ritchie is directing it, and it looks fantastically good for being just popcorn eating summer blockbuster. I want to see the good guy win, the bad guy lose, the good guy get the girl, and something blow up on screen. This fits all of that category for uh, an enjoyable movie. I'm trying to watch the trailer right now. Which one has Superman with the really bad hair? That's Argyle. Yeah, that's the that's no, no. Argyle. Or, the Ministry of Ungentlemanly Warfare is the with, no. with Calville with the bad hair. No, I think he's the bad hair in uh, 
Is well, he it both? depends on which which what you consider bad here. Like, he has a really it, high flat top uh, in Argyle. He has a beard in this other one. So, yeah, that's the yeah. the other one. I th- I like the beard version better. The other one looks really bad in my opinion. But, uh, uh, Ghost, but I'll also check out Ghostbusters too. Like that the the new one. It helps that Paul Rudd's in it. I'll put it that way. I really enjoyed the last one that they did with the kids. I enjoyed that one. You know, I don't know that I saw that one. It, I, it was after the the all the, female cast. Yeah. And I, I was did, so, I didn't mind parts of that, but not I was I so disappointed in that, not because of the cast, because I thought they got the cast right. I enjoy the comedy of all four of those women. The script was terrible, and it showed that the script was terrible, that these actresses couldn't pull it off. I mean, that's the part that was just annoying to me, is that you screwed up Ghostbusters. How do you screw up Ghostbusters? Yeah, well. And they did. That was my issue with that one. But yeah, the the remake that they did afterwards with uh, the kids and you've got the ghost of uh, Egon that shows up in the end of that one, that was solid. That was solid yes. work. Uh, I, 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 could, I can't recommend that one enough okay. for if you were a Ghostbusters fan of the first mm-hmm. two, that's the one I would tell you to go watch. Okay. That you can then fall asleep on the couch for. That's what uh, Samuel L. Jackson apparently is in Argyle, and yeah, my yeah, wife and I are going to see Argyle on Saturday night since I will be gone on Valentine's Day and through the weekend. Well, there, I don't know that – is it a date movie, Argyle? That kind of looks like a – maybe a borderline, like, rom-com thing? I don't think so. I think it's, it's like more an action. action movie, yeah. That's got funny parts in it. I'm sure there's – Oh, sure. I'm sure, sure somebody gets the girl. Yeah, sure, why not? An action rom-com. That might keep me awake. Playing time is not required. This is the End of the Bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. One last time here on the End of the Bench on 100.7 The Score, 107thescore.com and the 100.7 The Score mobile app. Jeff, David, and uh, Lucas here. Get your questions in for us and ask the bench warmers uh, on the Visual Edge IT hotline, 806-771-0973 to get to the front of the line. Or you can jump in line in general on the Ace Flooring Center chat line at 107thescore.com or the 100.7thescore mobile app. Uh, bench warmers, go to snack for halftime of the Super Bowl. Snack? Snack. I don't think this is meal. I think this is like snack is the way that I feel this question is worded. Yeah, I'm going to go popcorn. Okay. Popcorn yeah. or chips. I'm a huge fan of popcorn. Like uh, the at the Jones, the popcorn machine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, big, big, huge fan when they've got popcorn in it. See, and then whenever I think of halftime, it's it's ice cream. Oh yeah, it's ice, the ice cream. Sure. I, I think at that point I'm going to go with some kind of sweets because I'm probably going to eat poppers and then like the real food during the first half. So I need some kind of something sweet to, you know, obviously get me from avoiding falling sure. falling yeah, asleep for the second rush. half. Yeah, sure. I need the sugar rush so. Something sweet, probably, if there's some kind of ice cream or some kind of cake. Not chocolate chip cookies. Not chocolate chip cookies. Because yeah. you are, in fact, yeah. a fan. Of anything but. Anything cookies. but. Specifically yeah. the uh, oatmeal raisin, right? Isn't that your favorite? Um, no, I'm more of a peanut butter cookie guy. But I, I will eat oatmeal raisin. I, I find it Solid. humorous that uh, I, I enjoy oatmeal or raisins being in in most cookies because all of you other people think they're chocolate chips and then you're just ruined by the cookie because it's of it. not that it's a bad cookie i like oatmeal raisin cookies fine 
It's when they're pretending to be chocolate chip cookies that I have. This is why I have trust issues, and it's fine. Yeah. It's me. <laughs> uh, this off the Yates Learning Center chat line. Bench warmers, top three road. Oh, I guess I. Lucas, uh, go to snack for halftime. Pretzels. Ooh, a little salty, a little crunchy. I can get behind some of that. Okay. Uh, bench warmers, top three road trip snacks. Hmm. <clears throat> I never get to eat these because if I'm if I'm by myself, then I will get Funyuns. And the only, <laughs> the only, the because o- of the smell, you don't want to do that to other yeah, people. Yeah. Well, yes. nobody in my in my family will allow Funyuns to be around. But if I was driving by myself, I would get Funyuns because that's the only time I ever eat Funyuns is on a road trip like that. I also uh, doing friendship football games this past year mm-hmm. started eating those dots pretzels. I'd never had those before. Oh, with all the different flavors? Yeah. yeah those are yeah, solid. Those are solid. Kind of expensive, but... Uh, Worth it. That and also the uh, nerd uh, clusters as well. Okay. Uh, I'm a, like, on a road trip, I'm a huge fan of, like, butterscotch discs mm-hmm. that you can just pop one in and then just sit there and kind of suck on it for a while. Yeah. Oddly enough, popcorn does really well on a road trip, too. Like, if I'm doing, a, like, a four-hour trip, I'll make a big batch of popcorn and put it in like a one gallon Ziploc bag as I'm rolling out. And I can just sit there and snack on that as we go. And I think beef jerky's got to be on this list somewhere. Like if I'm on a road trip at a gas station, I'm getting beef jerky. It's going to happen. It might just be a Slim Jim. It might be the cheapest, jankiest beef jerky, but there will be beef jerky consumed on a road trip. Yeah, beef jerky is obvious. That's your protein to go along with your... Awful onion smell, Lucas. So I would get a bag of shareable Skittles, probably the tropical kind, and then Casey would get a bag of sunflower seeds, mm-hmm. and then I would get a bottle of orange soda, and she would get a Coke Zero, and would be content for the road trip. I uh, gotta be careful with drinks though, because drinks mean you might have to stop again. Well, that's and I've problem. already stopped once. To get snacks on the road, if I didn't get them already on the way out. See, that's the problem. I have two drinks. I have uh, I have coffee because I always have coffee. Oh and, sure. And then I had have to have something else, tea, whatever. But uh, yes, gas station jerky is freaking expensive. I didn't you, say it was cheap. Yeah, I just said it no, is required. There's yeah, a difference. No, I, I'll I'll just go to one of the uh, stores in town and try to get it as cheap as possible. Well, yeah, if I'm thinking that far ahead, but yeah. usually on the road trip, I'm not thinking that far ahead. Uh, this thought off the Yates Morning Center Challenge. Bench warmers, does Jarrett Culver ever get back into the NBA? Great question. That is a great question. Yeah. I lean toward no at this point. I think he's done. Well, he's he's been pretty solid in the G League, but that's the problem is right now we've seen he's averaging 20 points a game in the G League. And it's funny because you can look at the G League stats and every once in a while, Jemias Ramsey, I'll see do something. I'll see him do something. Mac McClung has been solid in the G, G League. Um, just lost another uh, another former Red Raider. Zaire Smith. Again? Zaire, Zaire Smith. Smith. Zaire, yes. That wasn't who I was thinking of, though. Um, uh, he, he went to Houston. Kyler Edwards, I know he's mm-hmm. he was on the... He's on the not like list, but he's not on the uh, yeah. you're a terrible person I still list. consider him a Red Raider. He's had uh, a, a decent couple of games in the G League. It's unfortunately, it's just getting that opportunity and that chance. And I think the Timberwolves and the Grizzlies saw Jared Culver in... I hope that wasn't his only chance, but it seems like that might be the case. 
Adonis Arms also. Yeah, has, another yeah, one. Yeah, definitely popped off. Hey, you know, get a ten day contract here or there, make that money. You know, you might get a get to stick with a team. I certainly hope so for Culver. Good dude, good kid. Uh, yeah, it's just tough. I mean, that's what stinks about the NBA, and that's why I understand these kids staying in college more because you're going to make more money uh, right now in college, unless you're a lottery pick. And well, then it's a different story. Well, that's but yeah, different. But yeah. and, and those guys are special, and we can kind of figure out who those guys are early on. Uh, bench warmers, most overrated Super Bowl snack. Uh, Bobby Hot Dogs would say dots, which I never said dots. For the record, Bobby Hot Dogs. Not the one he's talking about. No. No, I know, but he's he's right. He's, no, he's just he, my he's cheap trolling. shot. Cheap shot for my uh, Halloween draft back in the day, which I won. By the way, of course you did. That's how that works. I mean, I I had dots on it, and I still won. So that tells you, you how good the rest know. of your list was. It, exactly, it was absolutely amazing. Uh, overrated, overrated Super Bowl snack. I would have to go with the veggie platter. If it would just be celeries and carrots with the ranch dip, I would be okay. But w- let's not pretend that I'm eating anything other than the celery and the carrots because of the ranch dip. Or whatever dip is like if they do a honey mustard or whatever, I'd, I'd probably enjoy that as well. Here you go. This will trigger you a little bit. What did you say? The most overrated Super Bowl snack? Ranch dip. Any type of ranch. Period. There you did go. Did you work uh, at a restaurant or in a cafeteria? I did not. Okay. Because I know everybody that did has the same opinion of ranch as you do. I don't like ranch at all. I have. No I don't idea. like ranch either, and I worked at the. Uh, you work in one. Yeah, you probably know why. Yes. I can have this argument every day. I think it's comical that people, and I get mixing flavors and everything, that you go to a wing place and order 17 different types of wings, and then you immediately dip it in ranch. Why? Why don't you just get a, a naked wing, wing and, and then and dip, dip it in ranch? ranch. Sure. Um, the... Ranch became a thing that I used as a condiment because of living in the dorms. Not going to lie. That's a large portion of where it hit home. It's still not my favorite. I'm a huge fan of honey mustard. Uh, That might be my favorite. Yates Flooring Center chat line here. uh, One of our more positive uh, textures on the Yates Flooring Center chat line trying to correct me saying dots, pretzels. Was the reference from Bobby Hot Dogs? That's incorrect. He was referring no, he was to talking the, about the candy dots. Candy dots. Yeah. The, we have a long history of me liking dots, the candy, and I don't apologize for it. But uh, Bobby Hot Dogs, who probably puts ketchup on his hot dogs, um, um, doesn't like dots. So yes, I know the difference between dots, the candy, and we talked and about dots, the, pretzels. the pretzels. In fact, we talked about those being a road trip. So uh, yeah. All bases covered here. I would eat both dots on a road trip and have no problem with it. My stomach might, but not me. Well, yeah, but that's the different taste for different days. Uh, Coming up, we do have uh, the bottom line on the way Mm -hmm. with Clint Scott and uh, Chris Need in today, as well as Jamie Lint eventually with the program. Also uh, on the way tonight is Lady Raider Basketball with Krista Gerlich over on Double T 97.3 at 6. But, gentlemen, that's going to do it for us. We get to go home now. Or, you know, to our other jobs, as the case may be on the day. (laughs) But uh, thank you all for hanging out with us today. Stay tuned for those guys here on 100.7 The Score and the end of the bench.
This has been the End of the Bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. Go to 107thescore.com for more from the Double T Sports Network.